Top three items on today's Cigar Dave show for Saturday, June 25th. Number one, Florida smoking ban on the beach, but not for cigars. Number two, we're loaded with new cigar release information. And number three, Pride Month is about to sink the U.S. Navy. The Cigar Dave Show is presented by Davidoff of Geneva and their Avo portfolio of cigars, including the Avo Heritage, crafted through centuries of traditions. Avo Heritage was developed for the cigar connoisseur seeking a fuller-bodied cigar with strength, complexity, and impeccable smoothness. Savor every note of the spice-laden Avo Heritage, available at DavidoffGeneva.com and by Gurkha the world's finest cigars, including the new Gurkha Revenant. The five-country fusion of exceptionally aged tobaccos will immediately jumpstart your senses for a cigar journey that only Gurkha can deliver. Offered in both Corojo and Maduro presentations. Fire up a new Gurkha Revenant today. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. This is the Cigar Dave Show with the General. Quite a busy week as always, but now that it is the weekend, it is our respite where we can get together as alpha males, we can fire up our cigars, we can pour ourselves a fine libation, and should you care to throw some quality meat product on the grill or on your smoker, by all means, don't let me stop you. No vegans here. We are 100% USDA alpha prime carnivores. In fact, this week, I grilled a fantastic bone-in ribeye on the grill, Pittsburgh-style juicy tender. I will tell you, the key is, number one, proper. you got to have the proper thermometer. You must have a top-of-the-line digital thermometer to be able to check the temperature. I have the Thermapen MK4. That is guaranteed to be accurate within one-tenth of one degree. It is certified. Works like a charm every time. And the second item... No matter what you're grilling, whether it is ribs, whether it is pork shoulder, whether it is a brisket, a steak, you've got to let it rest. In the case of a steak, put it in a foil tent, cover it up just for about three, four minutes. Let that muscle relax. The juices penetrate into the steak, and you have yourself an absolutely fantastic, succulent, juicy, tender steak. Cannot go wrong. As always, it is Cigar Dave, your global five-star general, alpha male and chief, front and center from Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A, extending a long-ash, snappy salute, semper delictatio, always pleasure, long live the alpha, make masculinity great again, screw the enemies of pleasure. And believe me, they are roaring all over the place. And screw those that would like to interfere in our lives, no matter whether it's pleasure politics, whatever the case may be, we need to get them out of our lives. But first up, talking about government. In the cigar-friendly sunshine state of Florida, Ron DeSantis, governor, understands the importance of cigars to the sunshine and cigar state. A number of years ago, there was a voter constitutional referendum. And at the time, all voters had to do were, was to vote a simple majority, 50, uh, 51%, to change the state constitution. And this has got to go back now at least a dozen years, maybe a little bit longer. But at the time, 
It was on the ballot, a constitutional amendment to prohibit smoking indoors with the exception of bars and restaurants that either had an outdoor patio or less than 20% of their revenue is derived from food. So most restaurants built outdoor patios where you can smoke cigars. In fact, I'll go to the Capitol Grill here in the cigar city of Tampa. They are very cigar friendly in their outdoor patio. Beautiful, wonderful. They accommodate you. And I'll tell you, the servers love taking care of cigar connoisseurs. Why? Because they spend more, they're happier, they're friendlier, and they tip very, very well. But in that particular constitutional amendment, it stated that the state law smoking ban would supersede any local smoking law, smoking regulation, smoking ban. Everything was superseded on the state level. And for a number of years, there were some Republicans, in addition to the taxocrats, who wanted to be able to allow local municipalities to exceed the state law. Well, that basically has to be changed by the legislature. And the legislature, at the time, over a number of years, said, look, we don't want to change it. Do not want to change it, because we clearly stated in the referendum, in the constitutional referendum, that you cannot supersede this law. Exceptions, however, can be made. And after a number of years of lobbying, numerous Democrats and Republicans called for the prohibition of smoking on Florida beaches, allowing counties and municipalities to exceed the smoking ban, but only in public beaches and parks. The ban was passed in the Florida legislature. The House passed the bill 105 to 10, and the Senate approved it by a 30 to 7 vote. However, there is a big carve-out for cigars. While cities and counties will still be able to regulate the use of cigarettes and vaping pens and electronic smoking devices on beaches and in parks, the bill specifically states they are not allowed to restrict the smoking of unfiltered cigars. So, for example, if you smoke a premium cigar, that is unfiltered. If you smoke a mass market cigar that doesn't have a tip, it is technically considered unfiltered. Now, there is some question whether or not a plastic tip or a wood tip, for example, on a, on a Phillies or a Have a Tampa, whether that would be considered a filtering device. But the reality is all you need to do if you're ever on a beach, you're smoking a cigar and a cop comes up to you or a lifeguard, you say, pursuant to the bill that Governor DeSantis signed into law, there is a specific exception a specific carve-out allowing cigars. And what we will do is, Sergeant Steve, why don't we find the actual uh, text, the bill, somewhere along the line so that we can post that to CigarDave.com and our social media sites. This way, it's very easy for you if you are questioned. Let's say you are with your family or you're with your harem or your, uh, your, your mistress, you're on the beach, and some pleasure cop, walks up to you and says, excuse me, sir, no smoking on the beach. You simply say, not so fast, my friend. Allow me to show you the bill text that I have right here, and there is a specific exemption for cigars. Read it and weep. So that is a good thing. That would only happen 
in the cigar-friendly state of Florida because this is the cigar state. Between Tampa being the cigar city, Miami being the other cigar city, you look most of the major man. You think of the manufacturers that are headquartered here. You're talking about Rocky Patel, Altadas, Arturo Fuente, Padron, J.C. Newman. Uh, just the list goes on and on. Alec Bradley, Gurkha, Perdomo. I mean, I can go on and on. This is where all 90% of the manufacturing of cigars, the companies are headquartered in Florida. And so we have, as cigar connoisseurs, a loud voice in our state capital of Tallahassee. So if you're coming down on a trip to the Sunshine Cigar-Friendly State, Anytime or next year or the following year, remember this advice. You can enjoy your cigars without harassment on the beach. All right, some new cigars are going to be making their way to your retailer's shelves over the next month, and we have one that will be available starting in the fall. First up, Macanudo. A number of years ago, extended their Macanudo line to include the Inspirado line. And they've got now about five different extensions of the Inspirado. The, uh, the white, they have the green, the black, just different flavor profiles. And they are great cigars. We have featured them in the Cigar Dave Officers Club. They're fantastic cigars. And they have just launched a limited, or are about to launch, a limited edition Inspirado line using tobacco that started as a Habano seed from the Honduran Hamastran Valley, but then transplanted in the Mao region of the Dominican Republic. So they took the seed from the Hamastran Valley of Honduras, and then they brought it over and planted it in the Mao region of the Dominican Republic. And the Mao region is located in the northwestern part of the country, halfway between Santiago de los Caballeros and the Haitian border. No Shade cloth is used. It is sun-grown. It's a darker wrapper. So an interesting combination, and they're calling it the Macanudo Inspirado Hamao. They're taking Hamastron and Mao and combining it together. No relation to Mao of China. This is just the Mao region of the Dominican Republic. So Hamao, taking Hamastron, taking Mao, putting it together. Very interesting-looking cigar. I have seen the packaging of this uh, cigar, and I will tell you, the packaging is very clean. It's very crisp. Beautiful white box, the gold Macanudo in lettering and the logo. Uh, same thing with Inspirado and Hamao, and it's got some uh, dark blue, medium blue, aqua, teal, red, uh, various triangles on the corners of the box. It's just a clean, nice-looking presentation. And this particular cigar... They took Habano seed from Hamastron, uh, or, or from the Hamastron Honduras, transplanted over to Mao in the Dominican Republic. And then what they did is they ended up using some other cigar tobaccos to create a very unique blend. This particular cigar will come in two sizes the Inspirado Hamao Toro, five and three quarter inches in length with a 52 ring gauge or 52. 64 7 inch in diameter. Suggested retail is 1049 per cigar. And the Mac uh, Macanudo Inspirado Hamao Churchill, 7 by 49. Nice classic size, 1099 a cigar. And just from the looks of this, and my understanding talking to the general people, this is going to be a nice medium bodied cigar. Medium, medium plus. A lot of flavor from that Hamao wrapper, sun grown. 
So it's going to be a little bit darker, nice, rich, nice, oily cigar. So I cannot wait to get my chompers on this. It will be available starting next month in July. When we say next month, we're talking just over a week away. It's hard to believe we're already talking about the second half of 2022. So be on the lookout for that. Also from General Cigar, their CAO line, which always creates very unique cigars, different countries, different uh, type of themes. And one of the themes they have had is taking a particular cigar and using double the amount of cigar tobacco from one region. For example, if we take a look at the CAO MX2, they used a Maduro wrapper and a Maduro binder. For the CAO CX2, same concept, but with Cameroon tobacco, Cameroon wrapper, Cameroon binder. For the Brazilian BX, they've got a new line called the BX3. Now, they already have the CAO Brazilian, Brasilia. Great cigar, uses Brazilian tobacco, but for the BX3, it is loaded with Brazilian tobacco. It is Brazilian tobacco essentially times three. The wrapper, the binder, and part of the filler all from Brazil. The wrapper is a Brazilian Matafina, and the binder is a Brazilian Arapiraca. Matafina and Arapiraca, Brazilian tobaccos amongst the most flavorful cigar tobaccos available. They're not that easy to get, but when you talk about Matafina for a wrapper, even Arapiraca, which is a little bit more flavor, a little bit more heft, wonderful, wonderful taste, wonderful oiliness, sheen, complexity. So CAO for the new BX3, they're taking the Brazilian Matafina wrapper, Arapiraca binder, some Brazilian filler, but they're also including some Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Mexican filler tobaccos to create a cigar with nice character, dimension, nice layers, nice flavor profile. It is manufactured at STG Esteli, which is General's, General Cigars Factory in Nicaragua. The CAO will come, BX3 will come in three sizes. First up, a Robusto, five inches in length with a 52 ring gauge. $8.99 suggested retail. A 6x60 Gordo, which is a Magnum, $10.49 suggested retail. And a 6x54 Classic Toro, suggested retail, is $9.49. Beautiful looking cigar. Cannot wait to get to this. Ed Lehman from General Cigars, the brand managers of General. We got some coming your way. You will love this cigar. And that cigar will also be released next week. So you're going to see some new cigars heading to your retail. you got the Macanudo Inspirada Hamau. We've got the CAO BX3, Brazilian Tobacco Times 3. That is coming, and the packaging is very colorful, very Brazilian, just great-looking sticks. And then next fall, an annual release from Casada Cigar is the Casada Oktoberfest. And every year they release a new version of the Oktoberfest, different blend. Every year it's different. And for this fall, 2022, to celebrate Oktoberfest, to celebrate the big beer celebration that occurs every year in München in Deutschland, they have come up with a new blend, the Oktoberfest 2022 edition. And initially, the Oktoberfest was released in 2011. 
and they wanted to pair it up with the German Marzen style beer, which is more of a medium bodied beer, not overly powerful. It's not an IPA. It's certainly not a light lager. It's just a you know medium style beer. So they would always try to create the cigar that would pair very nicely with that. But the 2022 edition, a little bit more flavorful, a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. This looks like a just a deep, dark Marone Maduro wrapper. All the binder and fillers come from the Dominican Republic. So we're going to have a lot of flavor off the San Andreas wrapper, and I would assume they're going to tame it a little bit with the Dominican binder and filler so it does pair nicely with the Marzen-type beers. It will come in three sizes. First up, Erobusto, called the Bavarian, five and a half inches in length, 52 ring gauge, 950. The second size is called Das Boot, D-A-S-B-O-O-T, two words, Das Boot, a Toro, six by 52, suggested retail, 995. And a huge cigar called the Uber, not named after the transportation service, but the Uber, six inches in length with a 65 ring gauge. I would call this a mega magnum. Six-inch cigar, 65 ring gauge, bigger than the normal city, suggested retail 1085. That will be available shipping in September, and it is limited. When they are gone, they are gone. And I tell everybody each year, buy one if you like it, you better buy a box, because once they're gone, they are not coming back. That's the, that's the seasonal release, and that is it. And one thing about Manuel Casada and the entire Casada family down at their Tabadex factory down in the Dominican Republic, in Santiago, Dominican Republic. They just make fantastic cigars. And as Manuel likes to say, General, I like to make cigars with personality, with different flavors, with different personality types. And I would say Manuel is probably going to tell me this has a nice medium personality. It's going to be rich, some spice, but it's not going to be overpowering. But Beautiful presentation, nice-looking cigar, has a secondary band with burgundy that says 2022 underneath the Casada Oktoberfest band, packed in nice wood boxes of 20, so be on the lookout for that in September. And one thing we're finding now, the sweet spot in cigars price range used to be, it started off between $5 and $7, and then it moved up to between 6 and 8 6 and $8.50, then we started to see seven to nine dollars, and I think now we are we can definitely say that the sweet spot of cigars, most of the new releases that are coming out for premium hand rolled cigars, the sweet spot now is moved up. It's now in the eight to ten and a half dollar area. So with inflation, with the price increases that have been occurring roughly every year, and also supply and demand, there's been a huge demand for premium cigars. Supply has been limited, although the manufacturers have all told me they're catching up, they're seeing a breather, but they expect a big windfall of demand in Europe and in Asia because the Cuban tobacco distributor, Habanos, has upped their prices in many cases two, 300% on their premium and super premium line of cigars. And somebody that was used to paying, let's say, 35, 30 euro, which is about $33, $35 for a Cohiba Siglo 6, which to me is still expensive. I'll put up any Padron, any Rocky Patel, any Gurkha, any CAO, uh, any, any Camacho next to any of those Cuban cigars without any question. And I will pick the non-Cuban cigars based on, first of all, taste, construction, value, price. They win hands down.
But when you're used to paying 30 bucks for a cigar, and all of a sudden your retailer says, well, because Habanos increased the price, it's now going to be $100 for that same cigar, or $105 US for that cigar, or 100 euro. If you don't think that demand is going to be destroyed, you better think again. You can raise your price 5%, maybe 10%, but if you go raise your price 2 300%, forget it. And when you can go and look at other cigars, what they call old world cigars, or correction, new world cigars, meaning Honduras, Nicaragua, the United States, Dominican Republic, when you can go and check out new world cigars that are a fraction of the price that has quality that surpasses the Cuban cigars, it won't take long for Europeans and Asians and those around the world to say, you know, I tried this Rocky Patel, I tried this uh, brand new Camacho, I tried this, uh, this Gurkha, I tried this Davidoff, I tried this Arturo Fuente, I tried this Romeo e Giulietta from the Dominican Republic, and I have to say, these are damn good cigars at a much better price. People will begin, consumers will sample New World cigars in Europe and Asia, and they will soon find that the quality blows away the Cuban cigars at a much better price. So what's that going to do? That's going to increase demand by all the New World manufacturers. So we may see continued supply issues, although most have told me they have caught up that now they're seeing reasonable growth. And look, with inflation here in the United States and a recession which is looming, make no mistake, we will see consumer demand erosion on all products. Very interesting. I was, I was talking to a hedge fund manager yesterday in Austin, Texas, and he was telling me that in Austin, big high-tech uh, area, people moving in, big crypto, tons of people in crypto, and he said people last October, November, when crypto was hitting 50,000, 60,000, 70,000, 71,000 at its peak for one Bitcoin, he said people were going out and ordering Lamborghinis, Bentleys, expensive, expensive consumer items, whether it's cars, boats, whatever the case. And you can't just go into a Lamborghini showroom like you can a Chevy dealership and you see there's what 60 70 Chevys on the lot doesn't work that way with a Lamborghini with a Ferrari you have to order it and it can take five months six months up to a year well many people put a small deposit you got to put whatever 10% down 20% okay they put it down and what happens over the next six seven months actually longer so if we're looking November and now we're in June we're talking about eight months crypto has crashed I don't care what the coin Ethereum, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, I think uh, yesterday was trading around, I want to say maybe $19,000, $20,000, something along those lines. But all those people that put deposits down figured, hey, no problem, it's going to go to $200,000, it's going to go to $300,000. Well, it didn't. It crashed, and many of them are underwater. Many of them had to sell at a loss. And now that their cars are in or their boats, they don't have the cash to pay for it. So we're going to see an erosion of consumer demand on, two, on several reasons. Number one, because of inflation. And number two, because the market has gone down. Now, the last few days, we've seen the market. People say, oh, we've already had capitulation. Everybody, now the buyers are coming in. I'm not so sure. 
The economy's not turning around anytime soon. I don't see a bull market. What I see happening is many of the hedge funds that were shorts are covering. You have many people now saying, well, maybe we did hit a bottom, so we'll go in and buy, and then they're selling very quickly. They're not holding on two, three days. All we're seeing now, I think, is a move back to the mean, and then it may roll back over. We're still in a downtrend in a bear market. But we will see. No way to know. We just have to keep an eye on it. But I found it very interesting that consumer demand is going to be eroded, not only, I think, in cigars, but in other high-ticket item, certainly in appliances. And now we're seeing the housing market start to soften up a bit as well. When you go from a 2.83% mortgage, 30-year mortgage rate, to now 6, soon probably 7, that changes the dynamics of everything. Well, one dynamic that never changes, the enjoyment we derive from the International Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony, and it is coming your way next. I had the pleasure of knowing the late, great Avo Uvesian, the man behind the Avo lineup of cigars. And Avo had a great saying. He would tell me, savor every note. Well, one cigar that I can tell you, you will savor every puff, savor every note, is the Avo Heritage. It was developed for the cigar connoisseur seeking a fuller-bodied cigar. Strength, complexity, impeccable smoothness, nice notes of spice. If you are looking for a cigar that delivers full-bodied richness, impeccable smoothness, savor every note of the spice-laden Avo heritage. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I'll tell you, I am in the mood for a nice, creamy, mild cigar. Mild with flavor. I don't want anything certainly overpowering. Just for whatever it is, reason today, my palate is going to go a little bit on the milder side. And so, I have decided that one of my favorite creamy, mild, smooth, sweet cigars that is in my humidor is the Rocky Patel Vintage 1999 Connecticut. Great cigar. First they launched the Rocky Patel 90 and 92. Then they launched the 99. I gotta say that it's probably been at least 10 years that they've launched the 99. And as soon as it came out, big time winner. Just a very nice Connecticut wrapper. It's got some nice Dominican, Nicaraguan long leaf uh, Lajeros that are in there. They soften it up with some Olor. So it's just a very nice, pleasurable cigar that's just not going to overpower you. Connecticut USA Shade Wrapper. So it is a beautiful cigar all the way around. And they use a mixture of eight-year-old Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. So very nice cigar. Not going to break the bank. Although the prices have certainly gone up compared to when they first were launched. Now I have pulled out the Churchill. Seven inches in length with a 48 ring gauge. This is a traditional cigar. And for this particular cigar, you are looking around, I would say, $11, $11.5. But this is one of the larger cigars. The Robustos, you're probably looking, I would say, at about uh, maybe $10, $10.5, depending on, on where you purchase them. And that's retail. That's before taxes. So what started out as around a $6.5, $7 cigar over the years has edged up. And again, we're seeing the sweet spot now 
between really, I would say eight and a half to almost eleven dollars, ten and a half dollars. That's the sweet spot where most of the premium cigar prices are going to land. It used to be five to seven, but inflation, things have changed. It's now certainly gone up. But it is a very pleasurable cigar. And where else, for ten, eleven dollars, can you go and get an hour and a half of absolute relaxational and taste pleasure? We talked about this last week. This is essentially, this cigar, look at it in terms of gallons of gas. It's two gallons of gas. You get more pleasure from the two gallons of gas, or do you get more pleasure from firing up this beautiful Rocky Patel Vintage 99 Connecticut, puffing and rotating, taking your time, being engulfed in the aroma, just being being immersed into that blue smoke. It is heaven. So that's what I will enjoy today, the Rocky Patel Vintage 1999 Connecticut. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, I have got my V-cut, wedge-cut, cat's-eye-cut. This is a unique uh, cutter. You shut it, you press the release button, it opens up, you place the cap of the cigar, the head of the cigar, into a curved recess cutout, and then the blade, in a nice V-cut or wedge, cat's-eye, whatever you want to call it, you, you close it sharply, and boom! It opens up the, uh, puts that nice wedge into the head of the cigar, and that's what I will use today. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. From the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories, I've got the grenade. Why? This looks like a grenade. It feels like a grenade. It has a humongous tank, one giant jet flame. You would not use this to keep in your pocket. This is not the type of cigar where you would keep in your pocket and you would go to a nice event after dinner and light your cigar. This is really to be in your cigar lounge, in your man cave. This is the type of cigar you want to keep on a table. It is a tabletop lighter, and that's what I will use today. Cigar Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Let me hear that one more time when I release the, uh, the, to open this unique cutter. Here we go. Like it. Now let me put the head inside the recess and I will, in one quick motion, three, two, one. Boom. Beautiful. V cut, wedge cut, cat's eye, whatever you prefer to call it. I will get rid of the trimmings. Perfect. 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 Now I will toast the foot of this. Magnificent cigar. Toasting it, taking my time. There is absolutely no rush. This is just a magnificent looking cigar. And in fact, I spoke to Rocky earlier this week, talking about some of their new releases, and we will have more info and intel on that over the next uh, week or two. And we'll, in fact, I'll be going down to see Rocky at Rocky Patel World Headquarters down in Naples, Florida. Spend the day smoking cigars, sampling cigars. They're already working, he told me, on on blends for next year as well to release in the following year. It's always fun to go down there and a chit-chat, so let me puff and rotate now. Great draw. Mm. Nice creaminess, a little sweetness. Mm. Very nice. One of the, big, of the big sellers at Rocky Patel because, again, it appeals to so many people. It's mild, mild to medium, 
but it has very nice flavor. So if you are a experienced and experienced cigar connoisseur, you'll enjoy this. If you're a novice, you'll enjoy it. It doesn't offend anybody. It has nice taste, nice, nice personality, as Manuel Casada would say. Nice stick all the way around. Mm. And it comes in like, I don't know, seven different sizes. Mm. Petite Corona, a Perfecto, the uh, Robusto, a Gordo, Torpedo. Can't go wrong. All right. Very pleasant. Now, I need the proper accompaniment. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, whenever I visit Rocky Patel and, and uh, Cousin Nimish Desai and Brother Nish Patel, we always fire up cigars, and around the 4 o'clock hour, Nimish always breaks out a bottle of Johnny Walker Black Label Blended Scotch Whiskey. Can't go wrong. Now, some people like single malt scotches, but to me, there's I, there's nothing wrong with nice blended scotch whiskeys. What is a blended scotch whiskey? Well, they basically take the whiskey from various years and they marry it up to create a continual, steady flavor taste every year so that if you buy it today or you buy it in five years, you know you're going to get the same taste on the palate. You buy a bottle of Jack Daniels, same thing. Now, if you buy a single, a, a, a bottle of Jack Daniels single barrel, everyone's going to be different, depending on where it's aged in the rickhouse, how, how it's rotated, is it in the middle, is it towards the end, is it towards the top? But with a blended Scotch whiskey, you're going to get consistency every year. Now this. Johnny Walker Black has a 12-year age statement on here. That means that there is no whiskey contained in this Johnny Walker Black that is less than 12 years of age. You could have a 30-year in here. You could have an 8, an 18, a 21, and a 12, but they, by law, they cannot label it anything except the youngest whiskey in the blend. So, for example, when I pour this, and I'm going to do this right now, I know that the minimum age statement, the minimum age of any whiskey in this, is 12. Now, there could be others. There could be 18, 21, could be 30. Who knows? But the minimum is 12, and 12 years of aging on any scotch is going to be good. And this is smooth. This is not going to overpower. This is, to me, what I consider the Johnny Walker. This, to me, is their... They're DC-3, the 727 of the fleet, if you will. It is consistent. It's a big seller. You can never go wrong. They have certainly Johnny Walker Red, which is age far less. And certainly they have the Johnny Walker. They have their green label. They have their blue label, which is super aged. But you can't go wrong with black label. I can't even remember what I paid for the 750. In fact, let me go ahead and see what the current retail price of Johnny... I think it's around, I want to say, $45, but I could be wrong. Again, with inflation, you never know. So let me just take a look and see what we're talking about here. Well, depending on where you go, here's the Johnny Walker Black. Anywhere between $45 to $55 bucks is what you're going to be looking at. It has a very nice, light, almost a maple color. I'll say cheers. Mmm. Mmm. Lovely citrus on the nose. Mm. Sweetness. Little orange. Definitely some smoke. I'm getting a little bit of peatiness, but not overpowering. 
This is just great all the way. Take another sip. Mm. Now I need another puff. Mm. My fellow alphas, this five-star hereby declares a successful international litation and libation ceremony. When we come back, Pride Month has infiltrated the Navy. It is a disgrace. Question I receive most from connoisseurs. General, what is the newest cigar that I should try? Easy answer. Right now, it's the Gurkha Revenant. Very unique addition to the Gurkha portfolio. It comes in two different wrappers, a Corojo or a San Andrean Maduro wrapper. But what is unique about the Gurkha Revenant? It uses essentially the same Cameroon binder and some broadleaf in the filler. So you're going to get some unique sweetness. You're going to get some unique spice. The San Andres Maduro wrapper adds more sweetness with a little bit more of a unique complexion, whereas the Corojo, more of a medium-bodied balanced smoke. Try one of each. You can't go wrong. The brand-new Gurkha Revenant, available in Corojo and San Andres Maduro wrapper. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. June is Pride Month. Are you sick of it yet? I am. I am sick of this pride bullshit being stuffed down our throat. I have stated this many times before. I have no problem with individual sexual orientation. If you want to bang a guy, if you're a female, want to bang a female, if you want to bang a goat, be my guest. But you don't need to jump up and down and have parades. And every company doesn't have to all of a sudden display this rainbow logo in their social media feeds, or in their advertising. I don't care. And I think most Americans don't care. I've said this. I would venture to say probably 99% of Americans have zero interest in what someone else's sexual orientation is. They don't care, and they don't discriminate. But they have a big problem with it being shoved in their face 24-7, 365, and that's exactly what has taken place. If you're transgendered, you want a man and you want to cut off your tallywhacker and get a JJ, be my guest. You're a freak. You have a JJ and you want to get a, uh, a, a pleasure stick? Okay, we'll put you in the fridge. There are three genders, male, female, and freak. That's just how I feel. And if that's controversial, too bad. Could care less. Live your life, do what you want, but don't shove it down my throat. I'm sick of it. We today are in a world where the rest of the world, our enemies, China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Venezuela, they look at the United States of America as being absolute weaklings under the Biden regime, the brain-dead Biden regime. The man is brain-dead, any way you look at it. A couple of days ago, it came out that he was having a meeting with some greenies in the White House. In fact, let me find this because when I saw this, I was astonished. He was meeting with the offshore wind greenies and he happened to take this note card out and actually when he was talking to the group, he essentially showed the note card and members of the press took pictures and they blew it up, and this is what it said. It's got a little, it's a rectangular card, probably about six inches tall by about four inches, eh, three, four inches wide, and it has the president printed on top. 
And then underneath in black bold lettering, offshore wind drop-by sequence of events. Here's what it says. You, Y-O-U, capitalized in bold, enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to participants. You take your seat, your, you and your capitalized bold. Press enters. You give brief comments. Press departs. You ask Liz Schuler, president of the AFL-CIO, a question. Note, Liz is joining virtually. You thank participants. You depart. We have a brain-dead president that needs to have the mere fact of you enter the room printed. You take your seat. How pathetic is this? Do you not think that President Xi Jinping of China and Vladi Vladi Putput of Russia and Maduro of Venezuela and Kim Jong-un of North Carolina, do you not think they looked at this and are laughing their asses off? And while this is taking place, and remember, illegitimate elect elections have consequences, illegitimate elections have catastrophic consequences. And one of those catastrophic consequences is that while China just launched and displayed their new mega-huge aircraft carrier and are bulking up their military, our military, under the brain-dead Biden regime and under Secretary of No Defense Lloyd Austin, are now in, in conducting Pride Month proper gender pronoun training in every level of the military. Case in point, the U.S. Navy and my good buddy, Master Chief, retired Master Chief George Sosa, who owned Cigar Cigars down in Sarasota, formerly of Alec Bradley for many years. He's mortified by this. He has served our country honorably for many years, retired, honorable discharge. And for veterans to see this bullshit going on, is atrocious. They are trained. The Navy is training its members to create a safe space by using proper gender pronouns in a new instructional video modeled after a children's show. Now, I don't want to play the, the audio from this video, but it is so juvenile and so disturbing. Navy under uh, it features two people, a male and a female. The first person is uh, a gentleman by the name of Johnny Rosan, who is a Naval Undersea Warfare Center engineer. He's wearing a rainbow-colored T-shirt. And in the opening, he says, Hi, my name is Johnny, and I use he, him pronouns. The official training video is meant to emphasize the importance of using correct pronouns as well as polite etiquette when you may not be sure of someone's pronouns, according to the Navy which published the video online last month. This is what we are seeing now. They are worried about pronouns. They are worried about offending someone if you use the wrong pronouns, that you need to use inclusive language that signals your allies who accepts everybody. Can you imagine in World War II if before our brave men shoved off to the Pacific or the European theater of operations, before they got off all those ships and boats and carriers while they landed at Normandy, before they left, the army said, now before you go, we have to teach you about proper pronouns. We want to make the army a safe space. There was no such thing as a safe space in World War II. 
This is why this country is screwed under the brain-dead Biden administration and all the Democrats running the show. Now, I know some of you may be Democrats. Well, if you're okay and you're happy with the fact that our military isn't training to defend this country, but they are training to make sure everybody feels inclusive with kumbaya moments and use the proper pronouns, which, as far as I'm concerned, are male, female, and freak. If, you're, if you think that's great, while China builds up their arsenal, you are a traitor to this nation. And I will tell you that Lloyd Austin and all the other General Millie Mouse, they are all treasonous. They are all traitors. They are putting this country in a weakened state. Our military, I guarantee you, the men and women in the military, 99% of them are saying, what the hell is going on? What are we doing with this bullshit? And that's exactly what it is. They even go through if you misgender someone. The first thing is to recognize it's not the end of the world. You correct yourself. You move on. You accept the correction. Don't pull the, put the burden of making you feel good about your mistake on the person that you just misgendered. Oh, please, cut this pablum bullshit. There are three genders, male, female, and freak. End of discussion. Gender pronunciation or gender identity has no place in the Navy. You know what does? Making sure the men and women in our Navy know how to load a, a, a torpedo, know how to load a missile, make sure that they know how to defend this country, that they know how to properly navigate their ships and their submarines and their, their planes off aircraft carriers. That's what's important, to be ready to defend this country 24-7, 365 on a millisecond's notice. That's what's important. But again, we have a brain-dead administration that's putting its priorities not in securing the safety of our country and our citizens, but in being woke and try to accept and gender people the right way. Please, grow a set. How many times, and I'm sure we've seen this over and over in some of the movies and military drills where they say, all right, you're now in the Marines, and they call the men ladies. They go, all right, ladies. They try to beat them down a little bit. That toughens them up. Now, come on. I've had coaches say, all right, ladies, it's time to show up. I never said, oh, I'm offended. My pronoun was mis I've been misgendered. I'm not a lady. I'm a man. I'm an alpha. We are screwed. No question about it. Enough of this woke bullshit. Lastly, to show you how crazy this gender bullshit is and this wokeness, for 50 years, Leslie Sinclair in the UK has given 125 pints of blood. He has donated blood for 50 years. Leslie Sinclair is 66. He is a male. On his last trip to donate blood, he was turned away. Why? Did he have a cold? Did he have an infection? Did he have a disease? Was there some other health issue precluding him from donating blood? No. He was turned away after refusing to answer question on whether or not he was pregnant. The man is 66. He is a man. Look, use common sense. Nope, he complained. Hey, I'm a man in my 60s. The question doesn't apply. I don't have to answer that. The staff told him they could not accept his blood. This is 
during a time when the British National Health Service is trying to recruit a million more blood donors over the next five years because they have had a scarcity of blood donors since the Wuhan virus pandemic. This is outrageous. Again, this is a lack of common sense, sheer stupidity. And when a government representative was asked about it, saying, hey, this is nonsensical. I mean, common sense. He said, well, it's impossible for our people to determine whether someone is pregnant and we don't want to misidentify their gender. We don't want to offend anybody. This, again, is what this world has come to. These people have lost all, any element of common sense. If I look at a man and I see that he's 60, 70, 50, he's not pregnant. This is the lunacy that has pervaded now governments and institutions and all this while China and Russia are laughing their asses off. Oh, and by the way, if you keep believing the bullshit propaganda that Ukraine is winning, we just need to throw another 40, 50 billion, think again, Russia is kicking their ass. And President Trump was right, as I said several weeks ago, September of 2000, 2019, at the UN, he told Zelensky, you have an issue with Russia, get together, talk about it, settle it. Don't let this escalate. He told him right out, and when he did, in front of all the cameras, Zelensky slumped in his chair, looked away, sighed, hemmed and hawed. Trump was right again. Amazing how often President Donald Trump was right and is being proven right. Unbelievable. All right, lastly, for those of you that are members of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, the June selection fe featuring the Gurkha Revenant, Corojo, Maduro, and the brand new Gurkha Connecticut, only available in a special sampler pack that will be available later this summer, but you as an Officers Club member are going to be the first in the country to get it as part of the Gurkha Revenant sampler. That is the June selection, but it will ship in early July, around July 5th. The reason we're delayed, we're waiting for those Connecticut's. They have to be ready to come out of the aging room. We have been late the last few months, but ultimately we're just dealing with these circumstances that are being presented to us where there's supply chain issues, shipping delays, aging delays, but fear not, you were sending an email to all members, you will get those. Now for May, which everybody should have received, we sent those out a few weeks ago, the Alec Bradley Spring Sampler featuring the Alec Bradley Black Market, the Alec Bradley Black Market Esteli, the Alec Bradley uh, Max, great cigars. They got some new cigars they're launching in a few weeks. We'll tell you more about that. But a great sampler. And I've already gotten emails from members saying, General, that Black Market and Black Market Esteli, one is better than the other and they're both great. And that Max is an absolute hidden gem. If you're not a member of the Officers Club, go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club. $25.95 per month gets you three premium cigars shipped to you in a Cigar Dave Officers Club Ziploc pouch. All the details, CigarDave.com, click on Officers club that wraps it up again craziness wokeness pervading but we will never accept that here because we are alpha males we are proud to be alpha males we are proud to have nads of steel and we'll never apologize for being testosterone laden strong alpha males that will never change cigar dave the general saying mayor humidor always be full mayor cutter always be sharp mayor ashby extra extra long semper delictatio always pleasure long live the alpha make masculinity great again screw the enemies of pleasure screw the brain dead biden administration live it up <laughs>